everybody. Welcome to the in-between. We're so glad y'all are here with us. Um, we've got Paul uh, calling in because he's still quarantined um, to make sure that he doesn't have the COVID after getting back from Guatemala. He's semi-back. He's semi-back. He's yeah. uh, he's on the, the phone calls. So if he sounds a little distant to you, that's, that's what that is. <laughs> sounds distant, huh? Get it. Paul sometimes sounds a little distant. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, you're so blank inside. <laughs> the blank inside, <laughs> the blank inside cards. Oh, good. Anyway, um, we actually have a pretty fun Sunday coming up. Um, this is uh, this coming Sunday is going to be one of our devoted Sundays. So we're going to take a minute to talk about um, why we do devoted Sundays, where that idea came from, and uh, and maybe some of the. I don't know, um, thought processes that go into yeah. devoted Sundays. Um, yeah, I don't Let me jump in there. I mean, you can, if you want to, I mean, I, I was, I was actually trying to think about, I don't, I don't remember when we started doing devoted Sundays. Do you, Paul? It was pretty, it was pretty yeah, early it was, on. It was early on. Um, yeah, once kind of, we were, launched off by first Baptist and kind of doing now rethinking how, what our schedule was and what we were doing. I think it was pretty quickly though. It was like, we wanted to emphasize some of these concepts and I think it emerged and Chris, you can chime in on this. It emerged a lot of really just kind of the one, one side, making sure that we had some kind of rotation or repetition into it, but then also that we didn't just kind of, become kind of a church that then just did the Lord's Supper kind of occasionally, but never really talked about it. And right. it became one of those things that even though we didn't do it all that often, but we did it with frequency, that it just became, you know, something that we would, we just kind of habitually did without really any explanation. Yeah. That's my, that was really where it came from was growing up. I, I think more than a few things that we do here are because of <clears throat> our experiences growing up and things we missed and think, we could we could fix that here, and one was I mean I grew up doing communions and baptisms and all that kind of stuff, but I don't remember ever any meaningful teaching about them. I didn't know why I was doing them. I didn't know exactly what they were, which is great. I mean, there's something to that, you know, that the kid the kid is involved in these things and doesn't mm-hmm. understand them. That's not bad, but eventually I feel like if you were to ask most people in a church, what's the what is communion? Why do we do communion? What's it really all about? I feel like you'd get really poor answers. Mm. My theology from uh, for communion when I was a kid wasn't actually that bad, but it was totally based on the uh, table, and it wasn't even the table at our church. Um, it was just a table that um, I have an imprint in my head of seeing the like the, the table in remembrance this, of me. Do this in remembrance of me yes. was always right across the front of it which isn't like that's not terrible um and it, i'm mm-hmm. super grateful for that carved table right um but we didn't um i don't i don't remember us taking any time um to really talk about um any of like you you did individually like so before i took communion i talked to my parents about what that meant and actually it was even before i was baptized because i had that talk with my parents or at least with my mother while I was complaining that I didn't get the snack in the service that everybody else did. <laughs> right. Yes. 
Um, and so we had that conversation about what communion actually is and that it's not a snack. And oh my goodness, like for the rest of your life, you're going to be thinking it was so funny that I thought it was a snack. Um, and then the, the conversation about, I want to be baptized. Well, baptism doesn't just mean that you get to play in the water, play in the water yeah. in, in the middle of the service, you know, especially as a pastor's kid, I grew up like in the service. Like I was, I was always there. And, um, I mean, from not, not that that's different from everybody else, but I, I, I guess I felt more involved in the service because my dad was the pastor. Right. Um, and so, um, at least I felt like I felt more involved. I guess that's probably the best way to say that. Um, and so like all of the little parts of it were things that we had conversations about that I'm not sure everybody else did, but they weren't like they, they were one-time conversations. And then I know that information. It wasn't something that I was able to reflect on. And that's actually in my mind, that's the purpose of devoted Sundays is for us to be able to reflect on these things. Um, there's, there's so many things that we do um, in the Christian walk that uh, hint towards the fact that uh, this is supposed to be about more than just a Sunday morning, but, but it's still so easy to forget that in the midst of doing it. Yeah. Um, because we don't want to be legalistic. We don't want to be, you know, whatever, but, but being... Uh, Building habits, um, I almost said being habitual, but building habits <laughs> um, are actually a, like the, we were, we were actually talking about how we, we probably will take some of the time today to talk about Lent um, because it's coming up and, and just talking about how disciplines in the um, Christian walk are not legalism. They're, they're important because we as, you know, people who forget as, as, um, just, we, we forget a lot. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a, a very large number of times in the Bible that it just tells, um, the people of God to remember because we're terrible at remembering. Right. Um, but because we forget so often, we need habits to help us remember. Um, they're not saving us. They're not, um, it's not by these works that we get any kind of righteousness um, but they are important for us to you know build those Ebenezers and in case you don't know Ebenezers were um, an Ebenezer is just a stone of remembrance and they would um, in the um, Middle East they'd stack stones because it's what they have lying around lots and lots of stones I don't remember like when you go to a cemetery um, in Israel yeah and there's stones stacked on the um, Up graves. On the, on the graves, yeah. Um, I can't remember which one of our guides was talking about, like the the purpose of that and everything. It was like, I I feel like he was being pretty flippant at the moment, but it, it was like, I mean, I, I think I asked him, like, I mean, we put flowers on the graves, and he's like, yeah, well, we have stones. That's right. That's I don't know that have. he meant it like that, but he he'd said it very like, well, we have stones. What we have around here are stones. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, stack stones and, and everything like that. And we've got to find ways to do that in our individual lives. I've got a neat way that I do, uh, that with Lori. Um, uh, but I'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but when you're referring to an Ebenezer, it's like a, a way of remembering, a way of That's remembering, right. a way of not being able 
to forget, a way right. of not letting yourself forget. And that's a lot of what these devoted Sundays are. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the <clears throat> at other churches where I've worked or or been whether I've been on staff or in leadership role or whatever or just attending it always felt to me like even when they did do communion or baptisms or whatever, they were a little bit like, oh, oh, and we're doing that today. <laughs> and, and which, Add this in on top. Yeah, exactly. We, oh, oh, we got to adjust. We got to cut, cut a song or cut five minutes out of the sermon or something just to be able to do versus saying we want to really bring attention to this every year, a couple of times a year, and, and do nothing but that. Yeah. And so... It was. It reminded me last time that we did it. That we did a devoted Sunday. Yeah. We didn't change the sermon. I didn't change the sermon topic. Anything. That's fine if the day's topic, as it has some, has sometimes coincided. Yeah. That's that. If if it fits there, that's great. But this last time it didn't. No. And I didn't make that adjustment. And that's afterwards. I was like, guys, I need to. We got to remember why we're doing these devoted Sundays. Is yeah. We want to bring this attention to people. We say communion is important. We say baptism is important. We say family dedication is important. Well, then it should it should be okay to take three or four Sundays a year and put all our emphasis on those three things. And it's I've I've loved it. Mm-hmm. It has developed some traditions. It has developed some little kind of sacramental aspects to it. And <clears throat> definitely we adjust it. We make changes, but it's still. Uh, it it has it's accomplishing what I had hoped that it would. I think maybe we need to do a survey yeah. <laughs> survey sometime of the. If you're listening, go ahead and text us about whether or not these are working. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what these things are? Yeah, I hope so. When you, you s- used a oh, good word, Chris, when you said it, uh, the idea of sacrament, right? Um, which some probably grew up with the concept of sacrament. Probably more Protestant denominations may have been calling them ordinances. Ordinances, right? Um, yeah, but essentially it's just kind of the it's a, a ritual or a rite in which God's grace is conveyed to an individual that he set this up. Um, he set these practices to be, and he's the one who's commanded them. Um, and, and we're kind of highlighting three um, during our devoted Sunday. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, there's, you know, there's the traditional sacraments, at least in the Catholic Church, of not only baptism, uh, communion, maybe confirmation, which would be most similar to what we're doing for family dedication. Um, but then there's also the sacrament of reconciliation, uh, anointing of the sick, marriage, and then probably uh, what Catholics would call the holy orders or would be more similar to like our ordination to be like a deacon or um, an elder or something like that in the church or licensing of a minister. Um, but again, like those, the, the concept of why we're emphasizing these is is not a man-made structure. It's not that, you know, men have come up with these kind of remembrances to help us kind of in our religiosity or, mm-hmm. you know, our faith. Um, but it's that, it's that the Lord has commanded these. Um, right. He's the one who's come up with these institutions and given, a, given them to us. Uh, and so, you know, again, back to the, the, scribe table do this in remembrance of me you know it's it's his um call uh, for us that's kind of hey if you want if you want to participate in this uh following adventurous following of me then here's here's some helpful things that are going to keep you in your path straight yeah because we need those things to keep our path straight we need the bumpers up in the um 
bowling alley of life. <laughs> yeah, bowling alley. And, and, and I love that we're we're not legalistic and like, no, we don't. We only do them on devoted Sundays. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like we still do baptism when you know when it's an off Sunday. We yeah. we still offer the you know the potential if you want to come and do Lord's Supper every Sunday, and yeah. that's actually such a wonderful thing. At, at eight forty on exactly. on Sunday right. mornings, if you if you want to come take uh, the Lord's Supper, if you want to come take communion with your brothers and sisters, you can do that. I mean, almost every Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's not. We pretty much only miss when yeah. there are baptisms. When there's yeah. when there's baptisms, or when or when we're going to do a devoted Sunday. That's those are the only times that we don't do them. Yeah. Um, but those are, yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like okay, but we only but do we, family we, dedications on right because. On, that's that's we're very legalistic about family dedications, <laughs> <laughs> but I that makes a lot of sense. But yeah. what I what I mean is like I love that we take time yes to really to dig into why we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I do that, and that's the purpose. That's why we that's why we take the time to talk about it. It's why we do it the way we do it. Um, because I do think again, and Paul, I, I think you're going to talk about some of the misconceptions maybe about baptism or the questions that people get um, one way or another. Yeah. I think that's, that's valid. Yeah. When you, uh, when you kind of pitched out there of, Hey, we're doing it about Sunday and we should probably cover one of the three and which one of the three um, I was on the mission trip with Rebecca. And so I was re- literally reading the email with her next to me. And so I just kind of said, Oh, well of the three, you know, kind of which one, which one do you think would be kind of due course or would be fun to emphasize? And she immediately went to, well, maybe baptism because as she was like reflecting, she was like, I, I've kind of had a handful of conversations more recently where people are kind of asking the question of, Hey, is this, is this necessary kind of for salvation? Or, uh, I was baptized as an, as a infant or as a child, not necessarily believers baptism is, is acceptable. And, and it really kind of sparked of like, Oh yeah. Amongst the three, you know, that we celebrate, I think baptism is the one that at least for me, and I'm assuming for the other staff that I get the most questions about. I don't get a ton of questions about the Lord's supper or about family dedication. Um, but for baptism, there does seem to be a, a little bit of maybe some misunderstanding or even just lack of clarity. And so, yeah. So I kind of, pitched out to all the staff, hey, what are what are the questions y'all get? Um, maybe we'll do kind of a uh, FAQ, you know, kind of version of some of the, some of these misunderstandings on Sunday. Yeah. That's I think that's awesome. Because we Cause do people bunch. do misunderstand it. Yeah. yeah. Well there's a whole bunch of teachings on baptism that some of them are are great and some of them are not so great. Right. Um and and we've grown up with not only teachings but assumptions. Right about it, um, and and it, it, that's the danger of of all of this is if you don't actually talk about it, if you don't actually teach about it, people are just gonna go with what they've heard or right. what they assume is the case, and that's that's really dangerous. Oh yeah, because people are taught it is. It, there are weird denominational. Okay, you guys will appreciate. Um, for example. Listening to the <clears throat> the Didache, that uh, first century writing from either directly or indirectly from the apostles, I had never in my life heard. So they give an order, very clear, first century. Um, when you're baptizing somebody, or the first thing you look for is living water. 
meaning running water. Running water. So you want running water. That's choice number one. If you can have running water, you baptize them in running water. If there is no running water, you baptize them in stagnant water, water that's not running, that's just still. If you can't get enough water to dunk them, so you, it, it's very clear, you dunk them in running water. Yeah, if that's possible. If that's possible. If you can't, you dunk them in still water, if that's possible. If you can't, then you sprinkle water on their head. Mm. I mean, this that was a decision made by the Christians in the first century. And, and all of my, maybe I had seminary professors say that. I don't remember anybody ever referencing that in the that that first century conversation what i loved about it was going okay so they didn't forbid forbid any of these right. like none of these were whatever you do don't do it this way yeah it was clearly this is a symbol and and therefore the degree to which you can fulfill the symbol that's what we want to do do it yeah and the living water is the best version cuz you're buried with christ in baptism uh huh. Sprinkling doesn't really do that. It doesn't fit it as well. I mean, if you have to, then great. Do yeah, that. That's what you've got. But I mean, I'm not. I'm not being like super Baptist guy over here. I'm just saying, like, there's a reason that we do it this way, right? So, I mean, and and this is a great uh, opportunity to to I guess talk about, um, like in this church, we want to foster the kind of relationship with everyone where it is like you where. Everybody who goes to this church knows that you can ask questions, right? Even about things that you may, may feel like are foolish questions, because I guarantee there there may be some foolish questions. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I've managed that many times. Um, the a large portion of the questions are not as foolish as you think that they are. So true. Um, and, and it's just the the nature of things. One of those questions being, like, what what's up with disciplines? In the Christian walk, what what is Lent? That's a great because I've I've heard of Mardi Gras and it doesn't seem like something we need to be partaking <laughs> in. So isn't Lent connected to Mardi Gras? Right, and, and and the whole concept of hey, we need to get all of our indulgences done now, so that for the next forty days we can be good boys and girls. That's exactly right. That's exactly. No, that's true. I don't <laughs> wait. I don't have a problem wait, with that at all. Wait, we are having donuts today. Yeah, I am. I am. I was like, we're talking about Lent, and Chris asked me if I wanted donuts this morning. I'm like, is this a trick? <laughs> it exactly. is. Am I about to be like a sermon uh, illustration here? Yeah. Not, not this weekend. He's not preaching. That's true. That's Paul's, right. You're Paul's safe this preach. week. You get a week off of having to worry about that. Uh-huh. I'm writing it down. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Mar- that's exact. but you're exactly right. That's what Mardi Gras is. It is. It means Fat Tuesday. Is that right? Yeah. The actual word it means. Shrove Tuesday or Fat Tuesday? Yeah, the 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 idea that before you start Lent, you want to go ahead and you know eat all the things or uh, take advantage of or the do, indulgence or, or do all the things or do all the things. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to stay with the Fat Tuesday concept, but I guess there aren't too many kids listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff no. that happens in, during Mardi Gras. Yeah, no, you got the. I guess alignment correct of where the traditions came from yeah. uh, because yeah, you have Lent, which starts 40 days before um, Easter, which typically starts on Ash Wednesday where they yes. burn the palm branches of the previous, uh, previous Easter. Um, palm Sunday. And then you, yeah, Palm <clears throat> Sunday from mm-hmm. the previous Palm Sunday. Uh, and then they mark that as a symbol um, 
normally citing the dust to dust, ash to ash, you know, kind of where we've come from. Yeah. Reminder of where, you know, that, that we, we were created and this is a temporal life here. Yeah. Um, but traditionally it was, yeah, during those 40 days, you fasted from uh, meat and, and fish and, and really all fats. And so um, it was the Shrove Tuesday, the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday, where you'd kind of, quote unquote, clean out the fridge um, <laughs> and kind of indulge in all the meats, all the fat, all, all the, them. you know, things. Because they're going to go bad uh, in 40 so that, days. Yeah, because they're not going to be around. So uh, it, it started probably more pragmatically. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, then started turning into um, the indulgence, the celebration of, of the excess and then losing sight of. <laughs> why we're doing this all, <laughs> why we're doing this in the this first is, place but okay yeah. that's exactly why we exactly do the exactly why the we do it the devoted sundays you can't Nailed just it. assume that you're gonna remember because that's not what we do that's not how humans work so wait so is it primarily like historically was it a like roman catholic tradition or does this date back before that like lent ash wednesday kind of stuff like that does the orthodox church do um uh, probably easily checked. Lent. I don't. I don't. I don't actually know the okay, answer to that. I was just. I was um, curious. Paul, do you know the answer to that? He's he's probably talking uh, like I am. <laughs> yes. No. There's a lot of googling going it, on. I mean, I would assume that yes, that's a yes. It would it would be pre the kind of split between Catholic yep. and Protestant, and yep. so we wouldn't make a distinction at the time. Um, so you'd certainly call it Catholic in the in the you know beginning of its tradition. Yeah. Um, well, the Orthodox split was before the Protestant split, right? By, yeah, by about 500 years. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. that's what I was asking. Was it, was it before the Orthodox and Catholic split? All right, we're ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. The practice was not formalized until the first council of Nicaea in mm. 325. There you go, 325. Nicaea. So it was observed before then, but was formalized at Nicaea. In 325. So a lot of things happened in Nicaea. Yeah, there was a busy place. So 600 years-ish before, at least, before the Orthodox Catholic split. Mm -hmm. And, you know, more than that, 1,200 years before. So I would assume that they do. Yeah, they uh, they they do. I mean, I looked up. They do. Okay. When they were doing it and exactly. So, I mean, it is is an ancient Mm -hmm. um, thing. And again... So many times it's those it's the ancient things that we we just we forget and we don't know and mm-hmm. we don't um, practice them that way and or we don't remember why we're doing it um, and that you know this goes back to a lot of different things but it definitely goes back to the like training um, uh, training of uh, blacksmiths not just um, Oh yeah, not just making weapons, not but just training making, blacksmiths. Like, I, I mean, we we need to have. That's a good point. We need to have people that not, are are deeper in their faith. And I I hear this uh, concept all the time that oh well, you know, I, I model my faith after my grandfather's or my father's or whoever, and he was just a simple man who had a simple faith, and that's great. Like I don't have any problem with that. But if you're using that as like a crutch to not understand why you do what you do or why you believe what you believe, like I, I, I think that we have more time in our day, um, for studying, um, scripture and studying, yes, you know, our, our history when it comes to that, then we really give ourselves credit for. So don't like I'm I'm listening to a conversation between two men who have very different views on a, a certain subject um, and listening to them. One of them is 
who I don't agree with his side of it. I'm I'm trying not to like just come up with reasons that he's not being diligent in his study of things, but that was definitely one of the things that came up is he he just has a simple faith and everything like that. And I'm like I you have to you're asking hard questions and you're not actually doing the hard work yep. and you have to. Um, but that's I mean that's a again a reminder we don't we don't want to not have uh, hard questions we just want to actually do the hard work of answering the hard questions absolutely um, and and remembering and and being faithful and in, in studying all of these things and I, it's fantastic I want to give you one uh, like example of something that you can do not on a Sunday morning. Um, that helps with things like this. Lori and I have uh, a calendar that we share between the two of us. Um, and, you know, you, that's, uh, you can figure out how to do that. Or if you need help with something like that, then um, ask me and I will help you do this. But um, it's a calendar that Lori and I uh, share that's, that's just called Ebenezer. And we put things on that calendar that we need to remember and so, you know, every day when, when your calendar comes up, there there is one of our calendars that comes up for both of us that reminds us of things, that tells us this happened on this day yep. or this, you know, and a lot of them are birthdays, to be honest with you, and so I can celebrate people um, and celebrate remembering what God has done through this person in my life. Um, but, you know, there, there are a lot of things um, on that calendar, and Anything that you can put in your way, and a lot of times that's going to be on your phone nowadays um, because you're going to look at your phone on a daily basis, and if there's something on your phone that says, hey, remember this, um, reminders app or something like that, like th- those are the kinds of habits that we need to form inside of ourselves, not because they save us, but because we forget and we need to remember. Um, yeah. So, and that and that's a great I feel like that's a great distinction. Um because maybe where we do differentiate from the Catholic Church um is that these sacrament sacraments are not uh a part of salvation. Yeah. yeah. Um it is the uh reading from the catechism of the Catholic Church um that talks about the visible rites by which the sacraments are celebrated signify mm-hmm. and make present the graces proper to each sacrament. The church affirms that believers, that for believers, the sacraments of the new custom covenant are necessary for salvation, mm. um, and that that very much reveals a work based system. We don't um, we don't believe whereas, that. Whereas, whereas, yeah, we 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 can't hold on to those things um, because even even a reading of Titus uh, three four, but when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, Amen. but according to his own mercy by the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. I think that's it. I think this is, this is the reminder of not our works-based righteousness, but his own mercy that he's poured out um, richly through Jesus Christ. And I, and I think that that's, that's a lot of the difference when it comes to these whether we're talking about the ordinances or the sacraments or whether you were mentioning John, even the spiritual disciplines, um, but this isn't, this isn't a, a, a list to check the boxes. And then now if we can do enough of them, um, 
you know, we're a good Christian or we've, you know, earned our status. Um, but rather it's kind of the electrical outlet of which we can, that the Lord has offered to himself. He says, these are my mercies poured out richly on you. Um, so, so participate, participate in them for your own good. So good. Be encouraged. <laughs>